When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Tuesday. I don't know about you, Max, but I thought I heard Panther getting into like a car accident. No, I think it was his brakes or something oh, okay. like that. Okay. Sure, sure it's hard for me to hear brakes. everything. Yeah, uh, listen, uh, you know, everyone kind of has like the, an origin story of how they <laughs> listen to our podcast, the first episode that they've ever listened to. And if, if today is your first episode that you've ever listened to us, uh, get ready for some history, people. Because we have something called the kiss of death, which we know is when all three of us agree on a game, it usually goes poorly. Uh, we now have the parlay of death, guys, after last night's parlay uh, shit show. And now we have what I would call the re- the, the return of the curse of the D-Gen rank. Of course, the Philadelphia Eagles number one in our D-Gen rank last week and... They lost. And if you download and listen to every single episode from last season, you know, if you made the DJ rank at number one, your days were numbered. Panther, how's it going? You know, the, the, the squeaking that you heard was like some jackass don't know how to drive and it was my brakes. But, you know, I think actually people listen to us. We've got our loyalty generates because they, they can follow Phil. They can follow Speedway Steve and then they can fade us. Right, because the, the kiss of death, the parlay of death, the D-Gen score, like, uh, when we agree, it's just fascinating to me because we find different ways to arrive at the same location, and it just ends in absolute disaster. Uh, starting with last night, I think there was some mutual agreement, even though we didn't get there because of the minus 11 uh the Eagles were going to win, right? That was a stone-cold lock. <laughs> I'm, putting in the, I'm putting in the damn parlay. It's a lock. <laughs> They, they uh, yeah. didn't win. They, yeah, it's a shocker. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> spoiler alert. The Eagles are now uh, no longer undefeated. They they have one loss. Uh, the same record as the Vikings, I believe, right? Yep. I believe the, the Vikings and the Eagles have the same record. Uh, so, yeah, no more undefeated teams in the NFL. Sorry, Eagles. Uh, I, listen, you know, I, I, I mentioned it in the book club this morning. 
if I would have known that Riverboat Ron's mom died before the game, I would I would have went all in uh, Washington money line. I'm just I'm just yeah. fucking saying, you know, what kind of motivational speech is like my mom just died win this for her like fucking a of course the, of course the fucking uh the, the 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 fucking football club showed up and played yesterday they got a fucking win one for uh riverboat i mean come on uh listen uh, they game planned very well now there were some questionable calls right some questionable calls i believe there was a a handful of uh face mask <laughs> that was probably the most agrarious of the bunch right Oh, yeah. Uh, you can sodomize fucking tight ends, apparently. It, th- that never changes. That's been the rule forever. You could you could grab and pull and do whatever you want to like people like Gronk and, and Travis Kelsey, and just no one throws a flag. Yeah, I mean, maybe they got to go to the LeBron school of flopping or something like that. Like, really fucking sell it. Yeah, uh, the, problem, the problem is you fucking pull a face mask on these guys, and, and it v- v- barely phases them because they're fucking giants yeah. out there now. So, you, you know, it was the whole Shaq thing. Like, Shaq got fucking fouled on every single mold. play. Like, yeah. <laughs> every single fucking play. And it really had to be, like, his shoulder got pulled to the fucking ground, you know. Uh, <laughs> comments already got me going. Uh, listen, I, I, I really think Washington came very prepared. I don't know if the Eagles were necessarily looking ahead. But it didn't seem like they were entirely in sync. I think uh, their their rushing defense w- took a major hit. I, I I know that they were missing a key piece of that uh, that that defense there, um, and, and I just I think that Washington wanted it more. It seemed. Yeah, I actually got to see the highlights. It was almost you know watching the highlights. You skip the commercials. You skip the dead time. You watch a whole game in twenty minutes. It's actually really really good. And what I noticed was Philadelphia didn't want to play defense. Like, was it just me, or were the wide re- Washington wide receivers wide open every time Heineke wanted to throw the ball? Um, he just I was just amazed at how the, the Philadelphia Eagles defenders were five yards away from a receiver. Uh, and the rushing attack for the Eagles wasn't exactly up to par. Obviously, the best rushing that they had was Jalen Hurts. He did his job. He did the best he could. But turnovers... And lack of coverage on the wide receivers seemed to be the downfall for the Eagles. That's what I saw. Yeah, yeah. There was a little bit of a controversy towards the end of the game um, with the uh, roughing the passer call. Heineke had the ball. He knelt down, and then two Eagles did hit him. And they called. I roughing, saw that. They called roughing I, the passer. So that was a little controversial. I know in the book club that was a <laughs> a hotly debated item. You know, if a quarterback surrenders himself, kneels down, don't hit him. You know what they're going to do. You know what they're going to do. You can't. I mean, like, if anything, you just go over to him, tap him on his head. Put put your hand on his shoulder. Like like a little tap. A tap on the shoulder or something like that. That's it. Because that's all you need to do to, you know, if a player, like... I get it. Listen, I, there, there, there's something that I've been railing about with this whole, like, mobile quarterback fucking thing that it's... it it's some sneaky shit that happens here, yeah. right? Like someone pretends to fucking slide and then keeps running. Like, I mean, shit like that. I, if you pretend to be slide, I, I would fucking call that down, you know? Um. Anyway, uh, it's some, it's some just bad officiating in general. Like, I don't know what pass interference is anymore, guys. I really, like, I really, like the fucking, the, 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 the umpire that was standing right fucking in front of it did not call pass interference. The fucking guy down the field is like, oh, no, 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 that was definitely pass interference. 
I like really what the fuck is pass interference anymore? No like, idea. Uh, the, on that Eagles, uh, 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 what was the second drive right when they when they when they took the lead right there, um, on the Goddard uh, yeah. uh, touchdown, like the, the pass interference right before that. I, what the fuck was that? I really like you know I, I really just think uneven officiating across the board last night. Um, it does seem like yeah maybe Philly got the the shit end of the stick with a a couple of those calls, but I mean you got to know yeah absolutely uh, when a quarterback is down. You can't fucking do anything. You can, you cannot maybe graze them. <laughs> you know, look at look at the look at look at the uh, uh, up and say, hey, can is he is he down? Is he good? <laughs> you know, uh, I think yeah. the knee. I think the knee probably caught him off guard. You never see that, right? They they're either sliding or getting tackled. You never see like in the wide open, out of the pocket, and then he just takes a knee. I think he's just kind of you know in the bang bang defender's job is to murder somebody and. It just kind of, I mean, I, I get it what why they did it, but you just don't see anybody take a knee anymore unless they're, you know, taking a knee in the end zone on a kickoff return, and they don't even do that anymore. <laughs> the pass interference call, I agree with you. I that One, I didn't think it was pass interference, and two, why is the guy 20 yards away from the play throwing the flag? It, <laughs> just horrible inconsistencies we're seeing in officiating all season long. With all that being said, it doesn't absolve the Eagles. They lost, and they no, played yeah. tight. They were clearly in a position they were not comfortable in. It might go back to what you said, Max. They might have been out of sync just overall, or it might have been they just never have really been punched in the mouth like this and knew how to respond. Yeah, I think. Yeah, listen, I think it was it was a mixture of a lot of things. As you know, some key personnel again missing on their defense, the the running game. But I I really think that Washington had a game plan, especially defensively. Of how they were going to you know, throw things off for the Eagles, and and it fucking worked, right? It just it seemed like this Washington defense for the last couple of seasons have the personnel, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they, they we know that what they're capable of doing. Consistently, they're not doing it on a week to week basis. That's why they're a five hundred team at this point. Are they above five hundred now? Was that above five hundred now? Are they five, five and, and five now? now right. Five and five, something like that. Yeah, okay. So now they're a five hundred team as a result of that. Uh, the yeah. the uh, NFC East and the AFC East, the juggernauts. By the way, guys, you absolute fucking uh, juggernauts. Uh, let's not even talk about the Giants right now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna win the division, man. Good. Oh, Christ, let's look at their fucking strength of schedule. You know, I, I rail on the goddamn Eagles' strength of schedule. I guarantee the Giants is probably worse than that. Um, but yeah, it's it, like really, it just seemed like a mixture of game planning and and. You know, uh, we were concerned about the adversity factor, right? We were concerned about what Philly would do if they were actually faced with a challenge. I think if if that wasn't a rainy, fucking messy, sloppy game for uh, the Jaguars, right? We we kind of yeah. saw that. Like we saw the Jaguars punch them in the mouth. The Eagles kind of bounced back from that, but that was a turnover fest there. And for you know anyone that's saying, oh, officiating, officiating, when you lose the turnover battle, what was it, four to two last night? You know, it was it was yeah. three fumbles and an interception uh, on the Eagle side. Uh, the other team gets more, you know, uh, takeaways than you. They they tend to have more scoring opportunities. So uh, good good win by Washington. I I don't want to you know again. I don't want to take anything away from them. They played a fucking hell of a game of football. Do I think much less of the Eagles? No, I think it's a learning opportunity for them. I think I think next week's going to be a huge bounce back opportunity for them. They, they you know, facing off against the Colts, you know, see see what uh, Jeff Saturday is going to fucking do with them uh, next week, right? Uh, I just yeah, I, it just really seemed like the Eagles. I won't say took the foot off the pedal there, but never really had the foot firmly on the pedal to begin with right, in that game. Right, right. 
So which leads to a couple questions I want to ask you guys. Um, that's been their MO, right? Build big leads, take the foot off the pedal, and sometimes teams close, and they didn't. They didn't have that big lead. Matter of fact, they were down at halftime, and, but they still did the same thing that they've been doing, which is struggle in the second half. So here are my questions for you guys. Do the Eagles have a coaching problem making adjustments in the second half? And two, is Washington looking for a quarterback, or do they really need to give Taylor Heineke a legitimate look at being their guy? I mean, another legitimate look. Yeah, yeah, right. Second, 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 second chance at Taylor Heineke. Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah, they, he, they keep passing him over. No, they gave him a shot, and he did not look great. He had flashes of being great. He's very inconsistent. I think you still have to hunt for a quarterback. As far as the yeah, Eagles. I, oh, go, no, he, go he, he, oh, no, no, I think, I think he is a great backup quarterback. Yes. I would love to have – if I'm the Rams right now, I would, I'm just saying, I would love to have Taylor Hanicki as my fucking backup quarterback. <laughs> Wolford ain't fucking cutting the fucking mustard. Now, granted, now a little, a little quick aside here on the Rams here. I, you know, I, it, Wolford pretty much performed like uh, Stafford has been doing all season, so it's, it really wasn't on Wolford. But yeah, Taylor Hernicky is the type of guy. Yeah, you definitely want as your fucking backup quarterback. I don't know if he is a regular week to week starter, a guy that's going to consistently. He's going to look good over the course of what three weeks, and then he turns back into the pumpkin. Right, right. the Cooper Rush cycle. Yeah, exactly. Right, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> As far as the Eagles go, yeah, maybe. Maybe they do have a coaching problem here. I mean, Washington apparently, they got, they got you know, just taken to the woodshed the first time. But they knew how to play them the second time. They were not caught off guard by anything Washington put out there, or uh, the Philadelphia put out there. So I wonder if there is a little bit of a game plan. I wonder if it's just shock and awe is what uh, Philadelphia is winning by, or, or you know, uh, dominating teams by. And they're maybe easy to figure out the second time around. That's it's like through the through the batting order, right? Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, right. You know, you get and and listen. I you know I, I look at some of the Eagles. Like um, I would say, what marquee wins? We we mentioned it, right? They beat uh, Minnesota in week two. Mm-hmm. These guys playing the playoffs. I think it's a different story, right? I think I think you know we we said that the first four weeks is essentially preseason anyway, right? Minnesota wasn't firing on all cylinders just yet. Uh, and maybe maybe Washington kind of shows the game plan. Um, now, do, do do a lot of the teams have the defensive personnel like Washington has to maybe frustrate the Eagles? That's a big question. Yeah. I I, re- I really want to give credit to Washington's defense here. For as much as Eagles fans are are feeling butthurt about the fucking play calling today, I would I would say is like we played a good fucking defense. We played a good fucking defense, and I don't think that there's many defenses in the league that have the type of personnel that could stop the Eagles. So I would look at this as, as kind of like a, you know, a positive in a way, right? We now know some vulnerabilities. The Washington just exposed some weaknesses on our offense. We now know what these things are that this team was able to uncover and exploit. How many other teams have the personnel to exploit that? I'll tell you, I know you've been shitting on a certain defense, but I do believe Green Bay has the personnel <laughs> to do the same thing Washington did this week. Whether again, whether they can execute, I do believe Green Bay has the personnel to do it. Right, right. Okay. Hindsight being 2020 though, I'd still I'm a believer that it's better to lose in the regular season than the playoffs. So <laughs> mid, we mid, plant your flag. I know, right? So, uh, you know, they were undefeated. Everything's going right. And there's a learning curve for Philadelphia. They, they, you're right. They got punched in the mouth. 
Somebody went toe to toe with them for 60 seconds or 60 minutes, excuse me. And uh, there's a learning curve. So uh, I will be very interested to see how they, you know, show up on Sunday, short week after a Monday night. Um, and it will be very interesting to see how they rebound from this game. Very, very interesting. I don't really have anything else to say uh, on this game. I think, I think we, I think we did it. Max, any final thoughts? I have something very interesting to say for you guys. Oh. I want to talk about the book club. Yeah. This is very interesting to talk about the book club. The book club is a place that you can come and talk sports betting. You can talk uh, spicy memes. You can now rank head coaches as women. We did, we did the, the quarterbacks as women. Now head coaches as women. I got to say, head coaches as women, I think they're greater than the, the quarterbacks as women. Just saying. Well, that's because Lamar Jackson drug the whole average down. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. You just, did you see Belichick? Did you see oh, uh, yeah. Ellen DeGeneres Carroll out there? That was I mean, so I'm funny. Just, <laughs> uh, anyway, this is the type of stuff that we're talking about on a day-to-day basis. You can be doing it, too, if you go to thedgens.net and you sign up free for three days. And then after that, it is $35 a month. You get access to all these great sports picks that we have going on. You know, Arch mentioned it yesterday, the the... The dynamic duo out there of Phil and Kyle had a monster uh, NFL betting week, Sands, yesterday. And uh, and you you could tell them. Uh, we got lots of stuff. College football going on. We got hockey. We, we you know, fantasy stuff uh, goes on there from time to time. Like, Panther even talks about betting strategies at the casino. Sometimes he doesn't uh, fund the casino renovation project. Sometimes he walks out a winner. And you can learn all that stuff if you book it over to the book club. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. 
Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. All right. NBA, what are we looking at? NBA, uh, not a terrible day for me yesterday. I do believe I went two and one, scratched out a tiny bit of profit. You were you were right about that uh, Charlotte game, though, man. You know, yeah, well, I went one and one, so yeah, fat lot of good. Up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I got three games I want to talk about today. Let's talk about the Clippers and the Mavs. Uh, John Wall going to play today after sitting out yesterday's blowout win over the Rockets. Uh, going to give PG some some help out there, though. You know what? He had. Quite a lot of help yesterday. I, the, the Clippers are a surprisingly deep team. The same cannot be said for Dallas. Now, the Mavs are one of the best home teams in the league so far. But I think they're in danger of being upset tonight by the upstart Clippers. Sans uh, you know, Kawhi Leonard. No Kawhi Leonard out there. But I still think that the Clippers get it done today. $10 money line bet on L.A. I think they're used to playing without Kawhi Leonard by now, aren't they? It's almost like a, a shock if he does play uh john wall coming back he doesn't play the back-to-back so we do i do like that uh takes a little pressure put reggie jackson in the second unit the thing dallas is really good at home if you look at like their recent their last three games have been really really close the clippers are getting a touchdown i think that's way too many i like la here with the points i'm taking the seven points uh, for 10 bucks yeah, I'm leaning that way. I agree with you guys. I just didn't want to bet the game, but I think the Clippers probably cover, maybe, maybe win the game. Boy, howdy. Dallas has looked a little shaky lately, and I, I, I think you're right. I think the Clippers could probably do it. So lean the Clippers. All right, moving on. Next up, uh, let's talk New York, Utah. Uh, there was a time when the Utah Jazz were unbeatable at home. And guess what? That time is now. Who the fuck saw that coming? Jazz, despite fucking losing Donovan Mitchell, despite losing the Frenchman, they're still out there as one of the toughest teams in the league. And it's been Laurie fucking Markinen that's doing it. <laughs> this is a goddamn guy that both the Bulls and the Cavs were just like, all right, any day now, Laurie, show your potential. Now he's kind of like the, would you say the de facto alpha of the Jazz? And he's showing up. He's never really been the guy. And now he is the guy and everyone's going around them and talk about depth, right? The jazz second unit gives teams fucking fits. Utah, of course, coming off of two losses in a row, both road losses, one to the Wizards, one to the Sixers. I think uh, it was that the one that MB put up 59 points or something like that. I think it was that one. Yeah, yeah, it was a fucking ridiculous. Anyway, returning home where they are five and oh, a perfect fucking five and oh at home. Knicks, they've struggled on the road and in general, they've struggled with consistency. I like the Jazz here today to grab the win. $10 money line bet on Utah. Uh, two for two. I'm with you here. I I like the Jazz as well. And the, one of the things that I'm looking at here is the fact that the Jazz have, the like you said, the second unit, whereas the Knicks' second unit is really not that good. They, they have a, lot, a huge depth problems. So I, I think the Jazz can take care of business at home. I'm going to lay the four and a half. And uh, take the Jazz as well. You only have to lay four. I can find. I found a four oh, for you. Better. Yeah. Nice. Um, I think. Uh, I think the Jazz do win the game, but I think this is going to be a very, very close game. 
and I've got a hook here, so I'm going to take advantage of it. I want a piece of the New York Knicks, Knicks plus four and a half for 10 bucks. I think that's going to be a nail biter. All right. Uh, last one up for me. Let's talk Brooklyn, Sacramento. Uh, Brooklyn continues their California road trip with rumors swirling of Kevin Durant being traded to the Sixers. I feel like we've heard that before. Maybe. Have we have we have we ever heard that Kevin Durant's going to be traded to the Sixers before? It's it sounds kind of familiar. Hmm, interesting. Anyway, the, the the Nets the Nets are a fucking mess right now. Uh, you know, Durant's unhappy. They fired their coach, replaced him with a coach that the players didn't necessarily want as their head coach. Kyrie is uh, being paraded around on some fucking apology tour, and Ben Simmons is injured. And even if he wasn't, he's still Ben fucking Simmons. <laughs> I don't love the Kings, but it's hard to deny that, man, they've played some good fucking basketball the last few weeks. I like them at home to get the win today. $10 money line bet on Sacramento. Man, you about just checked every box there is when talking about this game. I don't like the Kings either, and I found it very troubling to bet them. But, damn it, if the bets don't suck ass, I'm leaning the Kings. I can't. I, I just can't bet them. I don't trust them. Oh, yeah, I'm leaning it with you. I just I don't want a piece of this game. I have another inconsistent team I want to bet. I think this is your opportunity because Panther had two NBA bets. He places two NBA bets. I believe it's now up to you, Arch. All right. Let's look at the Spurs playing ah, the Trailblazers. Shocker. I'm doing it again. <laughs> I'm doing it again. Fuck it. It's another eight point spread. They got humiliated. I, I just don't see them getting humiliated twice in a row like this give me a piece of the spurs plus the eight points for 10 bucks i have more moral support today i don't know do you want moral support because the moral support did not fucking work yesterday i think the spurs with the points is the play i do, do believe portland uh wins this one yes uh but i mean you know not, probably not by the eight we'll see uh but yeah moral support lean on the spurs yeah they really did us in yesterday by what was it damn near 40 points i I think this will be a little bit more competitive, but the big one was for me. I didn't know Trey Jones was going to be out for that game. They really need him. He's their you know, go-to guy, their point guard. And if he's out again, I don't like the Spurs again. So without knowing what's going on with uh, Trey Jones, all I can do is just lean Portland. I'm going to plant my flag and say the Spurs will not lose by uh, 37. Ah, okay, great. Can you find that alt line? I'm sure it yes. pays out nothing. Pays out nothing. <laughs> Uh, last game on the board, uh, kind of like New Orleans. I couldn't quite bet that one. Good matchup, though, man. Good fucking young team. Like, what, what is it? The you know, the the top draft picks, right? Going out at each other. Um, Memphis, New Orleans. I give a slight edge to New Orleans to win and cover. Uh, Panther, what do you think about that one? I didn't see a line, so I don't know if we're dealing with some injuries or something. Minus two is what I saw for half. New Orleans. Well, it's minus three and a half now. Oh, oh. minus three. J- Jaron Jackson is out for Memphis, but I, I, that's the extent that I saw. Yeah, they're he's, used he's to been out for a while. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, look, good game. Good two young teams going the right direction. I probably just give this much of a nudge to New Orleans being the home team, but uh, I really don't. I don't have a play here. Just to lean on New Orleans, just because they're home. I would lean Memphis with that three and a half. Three and a half, probably. Yeah, I still think I. I don't know. I still think New Orleans eats that win. Yeah, probably. On to hockey. Both. Maybe. Panther, do you have something else to say? Oh, I just say you both going to win. New Orleans wins and Arch covers. Well, there you go. Now on to hockey. I got four games I'm betting on. Let's start with my New Jersey Devils heading to Canada. Panther, your observation about U.S. teams in Canada kind of held true once again today. I like New Jersey to buck that trend, though. I know the Devils going to lose eventually. They're on the one of... 
the hottest team in, in hockey right now, now that Vegas lost the other night. Uh, I just don't think they're going to lose tonight. I mean, goaltending is a precarious situation with them because of injuries, but their offense is so fucking potent. And you look at this Canadian team, they are an average team, which is actually a compliment considering I thought they were going to be absolute <laughs> dog shit into this year. Uh, but their offense can, I, I don't think the offense can keep up with the Devils here. A uh, $10 bet on New Jersey. Yeah, New Jersey seems like they should be the play, but I, is it me or should this line have been a little bit chalkier? I expected it to be something like minus 205, and I'm seeing minus 178, 175, and it just seemed a little suspicious to me. I, I'm leading Montreal, but it's only because the line just seems weird. Right? I mean, if we get that minus 165, I'm, I'll be fucking I'm looking happy forward. as shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got minus 188 where I'm at, so I'm, I'm kind of fucked. Um, anyway, uh, moving on. Dallas and Tampa Bay. Uh, Stars have found some road success earlier in the season, uh, while Tampa has been proven a little bit mortal. Dallas offense has been thumping lately. And while, listen, man, they, they, they're facing an elite goal t- uh, goaltender uh, tonight. I think they're going to put some pressure on Vasilevsky. Um, Stars are eighth in high danger goals this year. Tampa is seventh in allowing high danger goals. So add to the mix that uh, Jake Odinger has been one of the best, if not the best goalie in hockey all year long. I like Dallas with the plus line. Got to do it. $10 bet on the stars. I don't know what to make out of Tampa Bay. They started off the season playing like shit. Then they rebounded. Like, Oh, they're back. They got it out of their system. And now they're back to playing like shit. Like I, the value clearly on Dallas. I thought I saw Tampa minus one sixty. Had too much here, so I'll lean Dallas. Got lo- I love it. Let's do it. Let's jump on. It's getting so much worse. What it opened? Oh, I know. It? Yeah, it's mm-hmm. one thirty-five now, down from mm-hmm. one eighty. Oh shit! Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some books have it one thirty. Oh, terrible. Jump on it now if you can. If you listen to the show, you like Dallas, you fucking get it because looks like it's dropping. Uh, next one up for me. Let's talk Philadelphia and Columbus. Flyers have come back down to earth lately. They've lost three in a row. But listen, I like them in this matchup tonight. Uh, Felix Sandstrom was slated to start, but Carter Hart is going to get the nod instead. So I'm seeing some line movement as a result of the Carter Hart uh, decision in goal. Uh, He did not look good in his last outing, but he was dealing with some kind of stomach illness or stomach bug. I mean, it's hard to fucking crouch down as a goalie if if you got the shits all fucking day. I like him in a bounce back opportunity today. Uh, Listen, the Blue Jackets are a very beatable team. The Flyers are a, a good team when Carter Hart starts, apparently. $10 bet on Philly. You know, I originally wrote this down and had Philadelphia, and then I looked at the way both teams are playing. I'm like, ah, I can't bet on either one of them. But both of them are playing like shit. So I, I think the Flyers are the better team and have the better ups, upside to rebound. But, man, I just don't like the way either team's playing. So it's a lean on the Flyers. All right. All right, last one up for me, Minnesota-Nashville. You know, uh, it's I made the joke the other day. It's like, Minnesota, you found a way to win on the road. Can you find a way to win at home now? And apparently the answer is no, because they still can't win at home. But <laughs> this is a road game today. They they're five, two and one on the road this year, heading to Nashville to face a, a, a very subpar Nashville team. Uh, main issue with the Predators is their offense or lack thereof offense. And I'd like to say that there's some hope. But looking at their expected goals, looking at their actual goals, it's pretty much the same. I don't see this Nashville offense improving much. Minnesota should get the win. Ten dollar bet on the wild. See, there you go, just shitting on a play that I'm actually on. Uh, you would think you say Minnesota and Nashville in the same sentence. It's an easy play to be the wild, but the line doesn't suggest that it's an obvious wild play. I'm getting plus 105. Vegas thinks this is a close game. Nashville's at home. They do play much better at home than they do on the road. 
I'll take Nashville for ten bucks. Oh, I like maybe, it. M- maybe get plus one hundred Panther. Maybe. maybe. Yeah. What What do you like, Arch? Which oh, I like you two disagreeing. It's good. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think that was uh, his only play today, right? In the NHL. I got one more. Oh, I got one do? more. All right, all you. Uh, Vancouver's going to Buffalo. These guys played back in October twenty second. Buffalo won that game five to one. Probably the last time they won. Buffalo's really regressed. They're they're bleeding. This could be the tourniquet they need. I think they can take care of Vancouver at home, and uh, so that's what I'm banking on. Ten bucks on the Sabers. Yeah, moral support. I, I you know got um, uh, Buffalo winning sixty one percent of the time. So I, I do think that uh, from an implied probability standpoint, they they probably should uh, win this one. I just. I'm, yeah, I'm a little worried about uh, Buffalo looking at their advanced metrics and, and some drop-off and kind of saw that coming a mile away. So uh, I'll lean Buffalo with you. You've got Buffalo winning 61% of the time. but 61. You're, yeah. you're shying away from a minus 118? Isn't What's the thought process there? The th- thought process is, one, I do believe that um, they're, they're trending downward in regards to their advanced metrics. So mm-hmm. I think that, you know, they're perpetually going to keep getting worse and worse and worse. So that 61 gotcha. percent to me is a little bit of a fallacy. And, and, you know, it, it's reality based off the statistics as it is today. If I'm looking at trends, I want to, you know, kind of, uh, you know, sell on uh, on, on Buffalo a little uh, right. sooner than, than get fucking hammered on, you know. They probably win. Listen, they probably win. I just felt uncomfortable with betting this line. And honestly, it probably should be worse. Like, you know, you talk about like, you know, Buffalo at home, Vancouver. It should, I know. It probably, it probably should be a minus 130, really. Losing five in a row probably gets Vegas a little skittish back off a little bit. That's That, that was my thought process. I mean, they've lost five in a row. Who really wants to jump on Buffalo? There you go. You. Me. Yes, me. <laughs> Any comments to speak of? All right. Uh, Ramon making us depressed with the fucking picture of snow. God damn it. You know it's going to happen uh, eventually. Uh, Nard Dog saying sodomized tight ends. Kinky. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, uh, Ramon saying Eagles uh, were feeling some urgency, you know, first time this year. Uh, Rory saying it's all Kyle's fault. That's the fucking <laughs> truth. Rory asking the Eagles number one in the rankings, and I'll say find out tomorrow. And then Rory's taking the Sabres. Hey, he's agreeing with you, buddy. You I'm fucked. He's taking the Wild. He's agreeing with me. He's taking the Toronto Maple Leafs. Let's see what that line is. Uh, oh yeah, listen, I think the Leafs gotta get that one done too. I gotta get some moral support there on, on with you there, Rory. And then uh, the Red Wings. Uh, let's see that game right there. Where's where's the Red Wings at? Got a few of the entire message because it got fucking cut off. Uh, the Red Wings. Yeah, I like that play as well. So there right. you go. Some good picks there, Rory. All right. What did we talk about today? Talked about the Monday night football game. The Eagles are no more. The, the annoying Miami Dolphins squad gets to pop their champagne again. I can't wait for those guys to die. You know, winning this, <laughs> winning so few games yeah. and just <laughs> dunking on everybody. It was a different NFL back then. The Patriots team that went 18 and 1 was better. Uh, what else do we talk about? NBA, NHL, Max, that is it. That is it. Let us know you about our picture. Because anyways, big over on Twitter at Betting Absolute. No matter where you listen, please highs rate and comment, subscribe, download, listen to every single episode. Let's give this another shot today on the DGen Parlay. Uh, I'm going to give it to you the Dallas Stars. The Stars. Arch, what do you like? I'm taking the Spurs. Ah, I knew it. I fucking knew it. Uh, I will take the Jazz. I don't think they're going to lose by 
37 points. Uh, so we got the Dallas Stars, the San Antonio Spurs, and the Utah Jazz. That is your parlay of death, I think, will be the name that we give you. We're hanging out on Facebook. We're on Twitter. But mostly, we're the book club. That's where you can come and listen to Arch, which death upon people. Uh, get in there and shoot the shit with us. Call us out by name, but we will holler right back. Most importantly, let us know what you did yesterday, what you're doing today, when it's all said and done, kids, it's all. Make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages relating to its contents. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.